in this corner, standing at six foot even, five eleven. Either one, six foot to five eleven. The 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 wrecker from Northeast Ohio. The wrecker. The wrecker. Thank you. I, normally the fighters don't have to do as much talking. The man with wine mouth and one glass. Dalton <laughs> Lee. Mr. Winemouth over here is what they call me. And, Who am I fighting? And in this corner, the matron from Dayton. The <laughs> matron. The matron. I'm the matron. Okay. I'm the first lady of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> the killer from Miami Valley. Is that actually where you're from? Miami Valley is the greater area. Is it? Yeah. Beaver Creek's in the Miami Valley. It's in the Valley. Miami Valley. Wow, that sucks. It's where Miami gets named the, the university. Ooh, there's a way cooler Miami, just so you know. I've never heard of that. I'm talking about weighing in at a lean, muscular 120. <laughs> and standing about six foot but taller than Dalton. <laughs> Logan, six foot, six foot eight, one hundred and twenty pounds. Not an ounce of fat on him. <laughs> How could there be? Where would it go? I don't know. I don't know. In time for the title fight to win homework champion twenty twenty one. The only homework with friends pot of twenty twenty one. You're welcome. Yeah, we're getting it out of the way early. And, oh yeah, and guess what? Just getting it done this year. Hashtag no promises this year. Hashtag no promises. Not even. We're not even going to give like a hint of like what could come. Dalton. Well, we're, well I don't we got, give a shit. We also don't care. We're we're li- we're not even worrying about using licensed music anymore. Dalton, what was playing during your intro there? What was playing during yeah, my what, intro? Yeah, what music do you want? Uh, 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, who, who should, what should be playing during mine? Um, oh, boy. I mean, you guys at home just heard it, so. Yeah, you, you have heard it already. So I'm not, I'm not even going to bother. With I Dolly. would say probably we didn't start the fire. Ooh, that's pretty <laughs> good, too. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna crank those. Those will be... The songs you guys have just Hopefully heard. Hopefully it gets us kicked off of all platforms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think we're the next to get deplatformed? Hopefully. Hmm. I guess it would make sense. Yeah. Well, it's 2021. The boys are back on the couch. Back on recording the couch. a pod for you. Yeah, we still got episodes in the can. We do. You'll probably never hear them. Maybe we'll wait a full calendar year and put them out like little time capsules. I guess. I mean, they already feel like time capsules. They're old. We recorded one in August, and it feels like it might as well have been a lifetime ago. Yep. And then <laughs> another one, eh, you know, all the way up to, like, November. <laughs> yeah. Eh, yeah. You guys will get them someday. You'll but now them. we're just touching base. We're saying hi. Now we're just hanging out. Yeah, we're chatting. No homework on this pod, baby. We're giving the people we, what they want. Uh, school's out due to the pandemic, if you know what I mean. Well, it's winter break. Well, yeah, we're in winter break still. This is a classic winter break episode, dude. We got ourselves a long winter break ahead. A long winter break from just, school. Dalton, the people at home probably want to know this. What? What kind of goals do you have for 2021? Oh, boy. I I really don't know, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't want to set... Here's, here's what I'm thinking for this year. Tell me. I don't want to set any concrete goals. Okay, no expectations. Um, no, yeah, because like there's like there's so <laughs> little like nothing's for sure at all. Yeah. It's hard to set a goal like it's hard to set a fitness goal when I don't know when I'll be back in a gym again. It's hard mm-hmm. to set like a it's been really it's getting really hard to set writing goals when I can only write in my, in our apartment. Yeah. Uh like I need to be other places. Like this summer was probably the most productive 3 months of writing I've ever had cuz you're running around outside. Well, yeah, because I could just go sit outside and write, but now that it's cold as shit again, uh, and like the only place to write is here in the apartment, I'm just like, <laughs> it's really like plummeting. So it's hard to set those goals. Personal goals, I mean, like I think everybody's just fucking hanging on, hang just on, trying to hang, keep on, on hanging on. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm not setting any concrete goals for this year. My, I forgot. I don't know if I was talking to you about this, but. 
I was talking to somebody about this. My my real big overarching goal is just to like inch my way somehow closer to f- this is super ex- existential. I'm sorry, but inch my way closer to like figuring out what makes me happy. Ooh, that's good. Whatever that may be, I don't know what it is. Uh, just like kind of taking steps to like figure out what the fuck that means or <laughs> is. You feel lost. Uh, no, I don't know about lost, but mm-hmm. I, I definitely have not. I, I I'm not doing things that make me happy. Mm. I feel I'm sure a lot of listeners out there can agree. Yeah. If you want to make yourself happy this year, tweet at Dalton. Tweet at me at Dalton Gene Lee. At Dalton Gene Lee. Just or... say hashtag Me Too. Gonna... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be our hashtag. It's gonna yeah. be awesome. Don't I got it? I got some articles I gotta show you. Wait, anyway, why? I don't, well, that's, <laughs> good. that's good. I think being happy is a good goal, man. I think that's probably. Um, that's, I mean, I don't know yeah. what the boilerplate goals are out there for people, but mine are kind of in the same vein. I'm trying to. I feel like I lost a lot of control of time last year. I still like a lot. Of, yeah, I don't. Still don't have did. a great grip on it. Like I feel like. D- days for a lot of people obviously just ended up melding into each other quite a bit and i felt like i was out of control of my own time commitments you know be it like what i like to do to socialize if it was spending time with my girlfriend if it was work was the primary chunk of it i mean like seven days a week most of the time yeah i just felt like everything was spinning out and i would like to just whoosh, rein that in i would like to I would like to feel like tighten it up specifically with work that I'm not just like burning myself out of work. Like, yeah, I can hang out with friends. Like I'd like to do that all the time or like just, you know, hang out with myself or just, you know, watch shows and play games. And <laughs> I like that time. That time I got. That's a good time. I understand this. Those are good times. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out how to like not get so burnt out with shit I don't want to do. Mainly work, which I like all my jobs, but it's just like when you have to do them all the time and. Some of the well, that's the thing about jobs. If you just didn't, if they just kept giving you the money and you didn't have to do them all the time, yeah, that'd be cool. Wake up, bosses! <laughs> I mean, I don't think any of my bosses or coworkers really listen to this, but I'll say it. I had a good spot with all my work. Don't pay mind me it. my maximum salary for my minimum effort, please. Yeah, that's ideal. I think some people have that. I think a lot of people have. That. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I'd like to get control of my time, and then in that same vein, I'd like to gain a little bit more direction on my career. Ooh, that's yeah. good goal. Because I feel that's like nice, and that's like I think the the hot spot for goals for twenty twenty one is vague. Is vague. Just get just like whatever. If you can reach like any sort of like any like point of being better than you were i think you, i think you did it yeah we're trending vague right now that's for sure yeah but you know because you know outside of that personally i feel pretty good with myself you know I, there's things i want to work on of course you know but you know creatively that's going fine drawing and writing and mm-hmm. all that shit that's still happening yeah making music still happening you know all those kind of things that i think were like an early 20s goal where i was trying to get into the, build habits around yeah. that kind of stuff like i mean i'm sure you feel the same way like sitting down and like cranking out 500 words i mean it's not always the easiest to do on a day but it's not like a daunting task well no because like stuff like that now i mean cranking out 500 words can uh, some days take 30 to 40 minutes yeah can be and breezy yeah and it's, it's like kind of not even a good goal so like goals like that were becoming like when life was still normal were becoming like 500 like great really th- good things like good things that i was time. happy about or it was like like starting to push it like 750 to a thousand plus and that's what i was getting to in the summer I was getting to like 1500 words a day just like cranking it out but then uh but then yeah man like the, the reality of this past year just sets in it's just like fuck what are you even doing? I don't know. I've pretty much... Like, I've, what am I doing this for? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, that's exactly... I, I took a big pause from, from writing most of last year. Just, you know, with everything going on, feeling like you're just kind of scraping by, uh, uh, what you call it, a massively <laughs> a nationwide depression. <laughs> like, things like that just kind of yeah. made me feel like I wasn't wanting to write anything. So I've kind of, like, retired... A lot of old writing and stuff that I was working on has kind of started fresh with new stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. just to like feel more 
once again in control of what I was working on. That is a, that is a nice thing for anybody who who writes out there of our listeners. Um, like starting a fresh project to take a break from an old one is very revitalizing, and, it's, and it makes it nice to go back. Like taking a good like month plus break. Yeah. Makes it good to go back to old projects. Burn it all down. Burn it all down. See what's good. You just, the other day, I bought, I bought like a cutting mat, and I bought a, an X-Acto knife. What's a cutting mat? It's like a little mat that you cut with. <laughs> <laughs> you use the mat to cut? It's like a... No, you don't cut <laughs> You lay it down, and you cut paper on top of it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? What, what are you cutting so what much? Am I cutting? What am I cutting? I'll tell you what I'm cutting up. I'm cutting up these jokes, baby. No, I'm cutting what? up... <laughs> I was gonna. So I wanted. I started. I launched, relaunched my website last month mm-hmm. for commissions, and that went very well. But I was like, well, maybe some people wouldn't mind buying like some old drawings. Yeah. Some people just didn't really care what they got. They just wanted a drawing, and I kind of worked with them to see what they what might work for them. So I was like, well, maybe if I I have like you know dozens of sketchbooks full of stuff, and so what if I just like cut them out of the sketchbook. Hence, having the cutting board. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Cutting mat. And cut those out, take good photos of them, list them online, sell them relatively cheap plus the price of shipping. I'm still working on doing that, but the first sketchbook I pulled out, the, the one I thought was good, like uh-huh. when I was like, this is going to, man, this is really going to have some bangers in. I'm going to, like, I'm, this, whew, this is going to sell out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I opened it up and it was like pure dog shit. Really? Yeah, because like... Was it literal drawings of dog shit? It was literal drawings That would not be shit. out of the realm of possibility with you. A full sketchbook of it, yeah. No, <laughs> it was just like... It, it was just so... It was such a weird experience because like... Because I tend to have a habit of like doing something relatively quickly, start to finish, and just putting it away forever, mm-hmm. you know? And like rarely going back to stuff to look at it. Not even critically, but just even to look at it. So like I've just got... I'll post them online and kind of just like get rid of them or whatever. Guys, I can't lie to you. There's been technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> we had a little snafu on the recording, but we're back I, now. I believe I'm talking about a sketchbook, and I've said the same thing. I've tried to say the same thing a couple times. I, can't, I don't think I can do it again. Okay. <laughs> Long story short, I went through an old sketchbook, didn't like what I saw, felt like, ooh, maybe this is a nice metaphor for taking a little chill pill on, like, it's not, I'm not quite ready to, like, look back at that stuff and be like, this was awesome. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like too soon for a retrospective. So when you did say stuff about it, you said that you don't even draw like that anymore. Yeah. And as I don't, I've, I've never looked back at your old drawings. Are they like, I've never, I haven't like, I can't notice a change. How's it different? Um, well, there's just certain things I can tell I'm trying. Like there's not like a standard, like I have like a pretty standard style for how I would draw like a person mm-hmm. or draw like an animal or draw like an environment or anything like that. And like a lot of it, I can just tell like I'm like trying out different stuff. I mean, even some of the stuff is like just weird, like drawing instruments I don't use anymore or like types of markers or like techniques and things like yeah. that, that I was like trying out. And I still do try out a lot of stuff. So even five years from now, I'll look at back stuff I do right now and be like, that's kind of weird. But uh, that's, that's it. Oh. I know where I was going with that. Interesting. Taking breaks, maybe. So we're talking taking about? break. We were talking about taking breaks from stuff and looking at old stuff. Yeah. See, I'm a, I'm different from you. You, I don't know if it was in the the little snafu or not, but you mentioned how you, uh, like finish stuff quickly and then put it away. I'm different. I take forever to finish things. Yep. Uh, like I'll have like probably like two pages left in a short story, and I just like cannot bring myself to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, but yeah, man, I don't know where we we're going with this. I, I, it got lost in the in the in the tech issues, you know. Yeah, the tech issues lost us, guys. <laughs> you you probably lost us before the tech issues, but you know we want to know. This is how we get Twitter engagement. This is how we get that Twitter. Engagement. We want to know what you guys are working on. What are you working on? What are you guys working on? What are you guys? And want if to you're do not working year? on anything, I guess goals. Like, Maybe goals. Then what are your goals? Maybe yeah, do some goals. Could be anything. Who cares? I don't know. We're a lifestyle pod now. We're a lifestyle but pod. Would... We're life coaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a couple of life coaches. <laughs> but, you know, there was a part of me. I wasn't being hard on myself, but thinking back on 2020 mm-hmm. as a whole. I mean, nobody really did a lot. But I also no. was like, I didn't, I didn't do a ton. But it felt kind of good. 
It did feel 2020 felt good to you. Or? 2020 felt good in the sense of I didn't feel this fervent desire to like write every day, put shit out all the time. I, I kind of just did stuff when I felt like doing it. Well, yeah, I guess that's the only kind of upside to this past year is that really doing anything felt like you were accomplishing something. Correct, correct. <laughs> like, any type of productivity yeah. was like, I'm going above and beyond today. <laughs> yeah, I just, I feel like I had a lot of these arbitrary goals put upon myself that were made to serve my my greater goals five years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which were things like, you know, make enough drawings put in a book. Uh, finish like a few screenplays this year write an outline of this thing like all these kind of things that were serving a different vision i have but i think my vision's changed a little bit and that's what this year is all about for me so year's all about new vision it's logan's new vision quest logan's new vision new glasses new vision i should get some new glasses too uh hey man that's awesome yeah yeah i mean i think a lot of i really think that everybody in the world is kind of reevaluating their like a lot of people went through existential crises and was like, dude, I even is this am I doing what I like to do? I know. I think there's gonna be when life goes back to normal, you're gonna see a lot of people quitting their jobs, like going into like new careers, like trying out new things. I think it put a lot of things in perspective for a lot of people. I I would hope so. Um, I just think it, it gave you so much more time to like question your lifestyle, like, <laughs> what you're right. doing, and like right. what the fuck? Uh, like so many people that are like they could even be like very successful people could have just been like had a lot more time to sit around and they're not getting to travel and like spend the money they're making and like realizing like oh I don't even fucking like this job it just is like giving me money to do what I want to do mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like, or um, you realize like you're in a super fragile industry yeah that i mean we're in in regards to the uh the coffee house mm-hmm. like that could have gone bad quick could have gone bad luckily we did better than ever weirdly yeah. things um, things came out on top <laughs> we came out on top came out dude. on top but uh, a lot of fun lessons to be learned there we won't bore you guys with but mm-hmm. it's interesting it gave me a lot of appreciation for that job yeah in terms of you know Obviously, if, if if somebody lost their job or something affected their employment, that's not a reflection on the person during all this. But no, it's not. It made me fault. feel very grateful to have a place to go to, and made me feel good to like serve people in the community. Kind of brighten people's day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were like the only people people saw a lot of the time. Probably you, for and you could weeks. really tell. You could definitely tell because people, people like. I mean, they chat. had they had about thirty seconds to get in the door, pick up their shit, and leave. But they really milked. You that would learn. You would learn a lot about people. <laughs> so I was. It made me feel a little bit more grateful for that job, or made me realize what I missed about like the person to person interaction of the yeah. job. Because I think I'd say our workplace has a really good attitude about what that kind of work can be, be it like bar work or industry work mm-hmm. or like the ins and outs of a small business. So that was really cool. I guess we're doing like kind of a New Year's pod, huh? New Year's pod, New Year, New Us. Yeah, we're like recapping last year, going into this year. Wow, look at us go. It's just coming a little late. You know, but this is about the time people want this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they've like listened to all the other ones and they're like, got bored of it yeah and now they're like well give me another one more (laughs) one more for the road look i've been waiting i've listened through all the seasons over and over again you know yeah they all 60 some episodes and i wanted that new one a lot of people probably re-listening to all of our seasons oh you can tell because they knew like there was another season coming well we did the black friday sale and all the episodes (laughs) that actually really bumped stuff up quite a bit we're gonna just so you guys know we're gonna move everything to patreon (laughs) we're gonna have a paywall (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be 50 dollars a month you get all the episodes 50 bucks a month is steep but hey tweet at us if you think we should have a patreon how much would you pay (laughs) (laughs) tweet at us Get How much did you pay? Just just tweet us the the number. Don't put anything else. Yeah, just just baseline. Like like do the digital version of sliding like a note across the yeah, table at us. Yeah, but public for everyone to see. Anywhere from one dollar a month to twelve hundred dollars a month. Twelve hundred would be honestly the ideal. Ideal for us. Yeah. Ideal. That's that's a living stipend. <laughs> <laughs> but like we would need multiple of you because like that'd be a living stipend stipend for one of us yeah you could sponsor yeah yeah a few 
We need at least like twelve to fifteen of you. We're trying to make this pod make a hundred k a year. <laughs> yeah, that's all that's I'm right. saying. And then we'll you, you'll never have to worry about not getting episodes. We'll be you, fucking cranking them. I'll do twelve a day. Yeah, you'll get too many episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, shit, man! Dalton, what? We're big media guys, aren't we? What do you mean? We consume media. Yeah, a lot of it. At a glance. It's literally all I do. You know, we didn't prepare for this. I didn't prepare for this. I, I don't realize sometimes, I'm going to interrupt you right now, Yeah. how much more media we consume than the average person. Definitely do a lot. A lot of new media. <laughs> also, a lot of old media. No, mainly new media. Actually, I'm doing a lot of old media. Right I've been now. doing a ton of old media. <laughs> but I want to hit you with a couple, few questions, few 2020 wrap-up questions. Okay. Since this is the New Year pod. New Year, St. Yeah, Pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Year, St. Pod. That's the name of the app. Uh, hit me with, what was your favorite, what was the favorite book you read this year? Ooh, favorite book of 2020. I read a lot. It doesn't lot. have to have come out this year. Well, I didn't read, I don't really read new books very often. Because mm-hmm. um, hardcovers are expensive. Yeah, also I just like don't find a lot of fiction that i like that's come out recently Hmm. um but that's tough i got all of my like reading goals done for the year i did 22 novels and uh 10 or 11 plays damn Uh, and then a couple books of like poetry Mm -hmm. but my favorite read was probably okay i'm gonna give a couple oh shit i'm gonna give two okay this is fair favorite read of a play was um i i bought i bought a flea bag the original oh, play. Nice. read that that was awesome so that was up there that's like i mean the plays are like a like a one hour like you yeah you, you can just read them really those, quick yeah and then a uh, favorite novel this is really tough. Read a lot of good stuff this year. I would say <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dalton just took a took an action spin back to I, the bookshelf. This is really hard like, <laughs> because I reread a couple of things, and they're like I reread a couple of my favorite novels of all time, and I don't want to pick those. Mm. Oh, um, I really liked. I don't know if this is my favorite or not, but I'm going to pick it just to give them an answer and stop pausing. Uh, <laughs> do do Android Dream of Electric Sheep. Oh, Philip K. K. Dick novel. The Blade Runner it's source it, material. Yeah, it's what inspired Blade Runner, which is also like pretty high up there in my movies. Uh, that was really cool. First Philip K. Dick I ever read. It's pretty short novel if you want to pick it up. Yeah. It's like a, a week-long read. It's only like maybe 200 pages. Mm-hmm. Uh pretty fun very different from blade runner but i still really enjoyed it i i I love diving into like a high fantasy thing nice and i it's also like a detective novel which i love yeah those are two of my things um so i'm gonna go with that uh do androids dream of electric sheep and fleabag fleabag yeah all right what's yours favorite read this year let's see i'll do two as well okay because i got a i got a couple mediums i like to read too oh Oh, I have I I have another novel. One. This is like another. It's another read, but it's a different medium. Do it. Uh, I loved Saga. Oh yeah, you read Saga. I, yeah, I read. Did you all catch of, up? I read all of Saga to date, fifty four issues, and it was amazing. Yeah, Saga's great. I really fucking loved it. Okay, that's a good. That's an excellent toe dip into comics. Mm-hmm. I mean, if not, just a great. I don't read comics very often, but it was it was wonderful. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Saga's very cool. I don't even know where I left off on Saga. I think I maybe got... I don't know, man. Pick it back up, though. I think I maybe got through wherever they were at in, like, 2017. Okay. It's probably, like, issue, like, 30 to 40 or something like that. All right. Let's see. Favorite book? Favorite novel? Hmm. What was the favorite? I didn't read a ton this year. You know, but the the book club that we do, which I'm sure we've mentioned on here. Yeah. I'm sure a couple of you fools are in it. Our book club going strong, baby. Who are listening. Drew, <laughs> executive producer Drew. Executive producer Drew a real is anchor. the best member of the book club. You didn't like far. this one, but the one I... It's the best member of the book club by far. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Probably the only the only listener. 
<laughs> and the best member of the and book the best club. Member. I think favorite book was Three Body Problem. You liked that one. I love that you one. You really? Yeah, I like that one I, a lot. I, I, w- I really would like to give it a second chance. It was just not hitting for yeah, me. Yeah, Three Body me. Problem, if you don't know, is a book translated from Chinese, and it is about this planet that has three suns, essentially, that are throwing its orbit off to where there's sometimes it's really awesome, and sometimes it ain't so good for the planet. But this mainly takes place on Earth, though, who is receiving cryptic messages from this planet in the form of a virtual reality game where people can come in and try to solve the three-body problem, and those who get close enough to solving it get more or less a little bit of a peek behind the curtain to the fact that there are aliens and we got to help them out. So that's pretty much the, the elevator pitch for it. Okay. I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, it takes 50, 50 pages in, you're not getting any of it. No, no, you're not getting you're not getting a lot of that. I would say that the spoilies there within that. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that you can't describe the book without that. I mean, I feel like you need a little bit of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's it's interesting. Yeah, I had no idea that that's what the book was even about. <laughs> uh, I really could not get past the fir- the beginning of it. It's tricky, and it's dense. It's also translated, and I think a lot of art of language can get lost in translation. I also that's another thing that I wasn't liking so about it. So it's dense with footnotes. It's super sciency. I just I picked up the second one right after I finished the first one because some people from the book club who finished the first one wanted to keep going. And they did. I read like the first chapter, and I was like, I actually need a break from this. So I'm actually just now getting to the second one. So maybe that's why it's on my mind. But I think that's probably my favorite read. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. No, Devil in the White City. That was my favorite one. You really like Devil in the White City. So maybe I'll go fiction, nonfiction. See, that was like a that was a reread for me. So it's hard to like. It was it kind of lost some of its appeal the second go. Devil in the White City. I was genuinely like looking forward to bedtime when I normally mm-hmm. read to like get to the next chapter. I was stoked on Devil in the White City. Yeah. Like well, it's just yeah, I uh, I, but of books, I mean, I I reread, uh, Farewell to Arms and God, dude, just like, the greatest novel. I remember you coming off reading greatest novel of all time. It's so fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) It gets me so jazzed up. It's insane. Um, but yeah, what's what's the next question? Oh wait, no, my other medium was a comic as well. Oh okay, and that was, the Immortal Hulk. Oh, I've I've I've. I've heard on podcasts that that's like a good jumping off point in a comics. Oh, like it's, it's so good. It's awesome. Yeah. Like it's, if you want to read, um, you can get Marvel unlimited right now for like a free for a month. And then it's like 10 bucks a month, but you get, gives you all the back issues of all of it so far. Yeah. I think they're up to, I think they're up into the thirties as far as issues go. It's been out for a couple of years now. They do an issue a month, but, uh, it is awesome. I mean, it's basically like, Bruce Banner gets fully taken over by not like the bumbling kind of dumber Hulk that you see. Yeah. Who's known as Savage Hulk in these comics. He's taken over by the Devil Hulk. And the Devil Hulk is like smart and cunning and like kind of hates Bruce Banner, but not like in like a puny Bruce Banner. Where does this Devil Hulk come from? Is it always inside him? So the Devil Hulk is a manifestation of one of the abilities that the ga- all gamma infected monsters have yeah and that's the immortality so th- in this like evolution of hulk he finds out that he's more or less immortal like mm-hmm. not just like invincible or whatever like if when he dies like he's gonna come back to life yeah unless like contained somehow so the devil hulk kind of comes from i think he's kind of like a representation of like banners more anarchist side mm-hmm. and really like kind of doesn't give a fuck so he kind of becomes somewhat of a, like an insurgent and creates like almost uh like a cult around him like he's like kind of a ba- like he's definitely like a bad guy <laughs> like the in this in this there's a whole five issue run where he takes out or he gets took on by like basically all the avengers at once yeah <laughs> and i can't remember really what happens but he dies and comes back and dies and comes back all the time. It's really fucking cool. Right on. It's a good one. That's uh, cool, Next man. question. Next question. Favorite show, watch or rewatch? 
Well, I rewatched Mad Men, and that's my favorite show oh, of all time. There you go. So that's like an obvious. You choice. went back to a lot of classics this year. Yeah, I. Um. So I I. I think Lovecraft Country is probably my favorite show, mm, mm-hmm. even though I didn't love the last episode. But a, f- a few things, I, w- I mean, there's a lot of good TV that came out this year. Recently, I liked The Flight Attendant a lot, mm-hmm. barring the last episode, didn't love it. <laughs> you don't but, like these last episodes? No, I. every show that's come out this year, I've not dug the last episode. Um, but so I'll go Mad Men for rewatch, Lovecraft Country for, for fresh watch pretty good I, you know it's yeah. similar fresh watch lovecraft country probably my favorite too yeah i think so fresh watch miniseries really did like queen's gambit queen's gambit was good didn't watch the last episode uh i came in <laughs> i walked well i walked into the apartment when you were watching the last episode i saw her win and like everybody cheer and stuff like that and then i was like i think i got it like i don't really need to see anything else of this episode to be fair, I was kind of falling asleep during the last episode, too. But everything up to that one, loved it. That was great. Yeah, I got the whole series. I got I the point. It. She's good at chess. Uh, and then favorite show rewatch been Six Feet Under. I've never watched Six Feet man, Under. Oh, man, it is awesome. I try, I've, tried to re, I've tried to watch the first episode a few times, and it's super boring. The first episode's pretty boring. Uh, it's slow. It's so old. It's 20 years it old. It feels so old. Yeah. I mean, it's as of... This like recording. the Sopranos doesn't feel old. Sopranos feels kind of old to me sometimes. Not me, man. But six feet under feels super old. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. There's something about the episodes that are just so dense and super well written and part of that early wave, early two thousands wave of just like super good shows that mwah, mwah, mwah. I could I would just I want to like read the screenplays of the episodes. They're so good. I'm changing my answer. To which one? For my fresh watch. Fresh watch. I forgot about High Fidelity on Hulu. Oh, my God. I love that show, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bummed out that it got canceled. I'm really surprised it got canceled. I loved... Through you, it seems like there was a bit more of a following. I loved every minute of that show. And I don't know... I've never heard anybody say anything bad about it. Like Never watched. I listened to a lot of, a lot of podcasts about TV and movies, and it has been, like like praised and worshiped by everybody so i don't get why it got canceled or like why it's like didn't quite get the hype that they thought i don't i like i don't get it either i really don't understand but people are like absolutely love it (laughs) and so do i so maybe i'm on board it's a great show who picks up a show when hulu gets cancels a show because hulu did that for brooklyn 99 exactly yeah uh i don't know hmm and the mini project. Send that bad boy to Netflix. Fuck it. Take it take it over, Netflix. Take it over, Netflix. Come on. We love it. Uh, okay, next category, next category. Favorite film rewatch. This is really hard to or, or maybe older film. I can really only remember things recently. Like, I truly could not remember the beginning of 2020. I have a hard time. It feels so long ago. Yeah, I know. Um, favorite film rewatch that's a toughie man that's a toughie or it could be i, I misspoke maybe like just film because i've rewatched a lot of movies it could be maybe this. just an old movie an old or, movie? No, maybe just like a favorite movie that didn't come out in 2020 okay um you know what i'll give a special shout out mm-hmm. to um, this isn't like a person. Like, it's not really even really a shout out. I'm just answering the question. Yeah, there you go. Um, but it's, this is more about the experience than it is about the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a cool, really cool for our friends that don't live in Chicago. There's a really awesome theater that Logan and I live like two blocks from called Music Box. Uh, we are both members of Music Box. You get like, some special perks. You get like discounted tickets and a little bit off of uh, concessions and shit. Yeah, but. They did a free member screening of the birds on their patio. That's right. And it was like right in the heat of the summer and like still everything's like pretty locked down. They opened a little bit of stuff back up. But I mean, obviously we can't do we couldn't do much because we work with the public so much. And so um, that was like kind of a, like like even like with things being back open, you're still so heavily locked down. And they um, so good. Yeah. 
I hit the laptop, guys. Continue, don't. <laughs> but they did a free member screening on their patio, and there was only like there was like twenty people there. It was super spaced out. Everybody wore a mask, and it was outside. But it was just so like nice to be out in the warm weather like mm-hmm. watching it like it was like a drive-in movie that's pretty cool um but like getting to sit there and like you, you could pull down your mask and sip on your brewski brew, brew, brew. um and it was just like and i don't think i've even said the movie yet <laughs> <laughs> uh but they did a free member screening of the birds and the alfred hitchcock movie and it was so fun man i went with one of our good friends uh had a great time it felt like like normal life again for for an Just hour and bit. 50 minutes you know um so that was probably my favorite watch of a movie oh, okay this this year um was there was there another part to this question new movie best picture 2020 <laughs> <laughs> well there weren't a lot but um i mean mank was good mank was good. i really liked i liked the way back the Ben Affleck Way movie that, that popped up. Um, favorite deep cut that probably a lot of people have not heard of or seen for this year that I'll, I'll pick as my favorite, but it's probably not my favorite, mm-hmm. uh, is this Amazon original movie. It would have doesn't quite fit in now because it's a bit of a horror movie, but you can still watch it. It's a thriller. Uh, it's called The Vast of Night. It takes oh, you place, talked about It, it takes place in like the 50s, 60s. It's shot really cool. It's about uh, just al- like an alien invasion ish kind of, but it just follows a like a radio like a DJ on the radio and this gal who runs a switchboard, uh, like picking up all these interferences and then they realize it's like something's going on. It's aliens. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, vast of night. You mentioned then, that one. I totally spaced on. And then the birds. All right, time for mine. Let's see. Favorite movie. Okay. I got this is a late edition. And maybe uh-huh. I have recency bias, but I gotta say, probably my favorite movie watch I think this came in before the new year. Mm-hmm. Was when we watched Devil's Advocate a couple weeks ago. Oh, uh, that was very fun. <laughs> I think like I would go to bat. I forgot about. I that. would go to bat for that movie for like anybody. Like, yeah, that's a fun movie, man. I think anybody, if you that is a must watch in my book for just an insano movie. I've never seen like uh, I've never seen a movie take such a turn from what I thought it was going to be. Like, I, like just whew, hard pivot. Like the pacing is crazy. The acting is wild. It's. Pure like nineties mm-hmm. bliss. Yeah, wow, so good. And it was just crazy. Like I, for going in blind and for just kind of wanting like a crime thriller or like a legal thriller, you do get that, but you get yeah. a lot more too. Like a lot more, a lot more. So I'd say if you're listening out there, put Devil's Advocate in your back pocket. Put it in that back pocket. And if you just are you, you trying to watch something, I definitely would watch it with somebody. Don't watch it solo because you'll think you're going insane. You should watch it with somebody else. You should watch it with a friend and get really drunk or something. Yeah, do that. Know. Do that for sure. For sure. Uh, it's not a movie you have to pay that much attention to, so you don't. Have to, if you get wasted, no. it's fine. It's like two two plus hours. Well, yeah, it's a lot of movie there. <laughs> it's a lot of movie. So I think that's maybe one of my favorite one of my favorite movie. Like, I guess it was an old movie I had seen before, but like an older movie watching. Yeah. this year. Uh, there's a. I mean, I really do miss going to movies. So do I, yeah. I had a Hitchcock movie theater experience, and it was fine, but, you know, it was inside for, like, a 70 millimeter, and there's, you know, maybe, like, a like a dozen other, like, parties mm-hmm. in there spaced out through this big old theater. And, you know, doing the masks and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it, it was fine, and I, I do feel like it was safe, but, like, there was part of me where I was like, this is, like, this is starting to strip away all the stuff I, I like about going to the movies. Like, I don't like yeah. I don't like being stressed out. <laughs> no, it's, it makes it not fun. I had like a couple, I had gone to the movies a couple times and I was, luckily I went to a couple day showings and I was the only one in the theater for one of them, like the huge theater. Yeah. And then I was one of two people in the theater for another one. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, it kind of like, I mean, it removes all the, yeah, all the fun and like 
part of the fun of being at a movies around Chicago is that you can drink alcohol. Yeah, all get a little drunk. Yeah. You know, go mask up. You, it yeah. just starts to feel like, well, I could just be home. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll just go home. Uh, <laughs> That's what you thought in the middle of the movie and just walked out. You're like, fuck it. I think I might just go home, guys. You just left Amber there. I did. She was like, we got to watch Vertigo. And I was like, I think we'll just Google how it ends. <laughs> did see Vertigo. I mean, that was a cool movie, but it's... Yeah. It's a, it, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's my favorite Hitchcock. Um, let's see. I th- once again, a recent one, but fa- I, I went on a, a a tear of watching Oscar contenders for this coming season. Cause yeah, I feel like I hadn't really seen any, and that's why I got to give it to Seth Rogen's American Pickle. Fa- no. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that came out this year. I did too. But honestly, special shout out American Pickle. Fun movie. Very fun movie. But I would think an Amazon Prime original as well. Amazon really crushed I know, it. I know what you're going to say. You know what I'm going to say. Sound of Metal. Still haven't watched it. Yeah. I'm going to, though. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's too... We have so long for the Oscars that I've, I've been putzing through. We got a few months. Yeah. But uh, Sound of Metal is great. If you haven't watched it, give it a watch. Uh, it's about a drummer in like a metal progressive band who goes deaf. And the trials and tribulations of that. So there's a lot. Of, I mean, there's a lot of things you would. Yeah. Obviously, it's like dramatic that he's a musician going deaf. So like, there's that piece that's maybe a little bit on the nose. Mm-hmm. But it does do it. It's a very rare slice of life, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, that like you wouldn't even really think about. Like, so what's your first step? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what do I do? Like, what do you do? So there's like even like a scene where he's like at a pharmacist, like trying to like he was like do, he can't hear or talk, and he's just like. I, he could talk, but he just can't hear and barely hear him understand his own the bass in his voice. He's just like, I don't even know. And the sound mixing is really, really cool. They try yeah. to, like, at certain times, cut the audio to what he might hear. Uh, and it dives into, like, issues that just from having deaf relatives I know are, like, super sensitive in that community, like cochlear implants and use of sign and, you know, all those kind of things. So it's, it's a good movie. Good flick. Right on. I like that flick. I um I actually like I had a great year of discovering new movies. I that you had never seen before. Yeah, um, I dove hard into Criterion. You did. Um, saw a lot of awesome stuff. If people are looking for movie wrecks, um, I'll, like just just hit me up on Twitter, dude. Or literally, these are all of our friends. Just text me. I have like a ton of movies that I watched. Yeah. Throughout this time, that I'm I'm happy to to pawn off on other people to watch yeah yeah who's your favorite who's the director of 2020 for you for me yeah oh absolutely Wong Kar Wai yeah I've yeah I've watched a one of the greatest things that's happened to me through 2020 was uh one of our co-workers introducing me to Wong Kar Wai through his movie Chunking Express and I've just like blasted through so many of like all of his movies i've watched a lot of them multiple times i think it might be my favorite director holy cow i gotta uh, get on some of these flicks i truly they're like i cannot express how much i love these movies they're <laughs> so like i i think that a lot of them are like the greatest movies i've ever seen holy cow um not to spoil anything going forward because you might hear a little bit of this on our sister pod, the Criterion Deep Dives. Yeah, like <laughs> close sister pod. Our close sister pod, Criterion Deep Dives, and it's in, it's in the Homework with Friends podcast network. Yeah, uh, they just haven't <laughs> they just haven't signed the contract. They're like a little shy about saying it. And yeah, they, they also have like a way more active like Twitter presence. Yeah, they won't and... say it yet, but like we're working through the deal. Like the paperwork's yeah. been sent over. We're just waiting for that signature. And it's like you know he doesn't want to announce it, and I get it. You know Criterion Deep Dives, but like. We're doing a full Wes Anderson retrospective like next month. Like next month. Yeah. I mean, Mike, text me. And- <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, in a future episode of that, we'll, we'll I will be talking with with Mike about. Um, well, I think we're going to be doing a lot of the movies. Well, I might but, just go ahead and watch all of them and listen along. Um, but yeah, true. Like, man, I can't tell you how much i love these movies they're maybe so we good should, maybe we can get into the, the the commentary pod business and we do commentary tracks for some of these great movies i wouldn't be able to talk much i'm i'm truly like the whole time i'm just like uh because of the way the criterion is set up um 
we can't like you can't plug it into an external monitor it's true so i'm like watching these movies with my jaw just flopped into my chest with my laptop like against my face (laughs) just so in awe of these movies like how amazing they are (laughs) um but yeah man Wong Kar Wai director of 2020 for me director 2020 let's see who's my director 2020 you know who I went back through with a a, a appreciation that was already glowing is it Wes Anderson not Wes Anderson although I am on a a rewatch of Wes Anderson with my girlfriend Amber but we did another director rewatch prior to that that was Taika Waititi oh that's a good that's a fun rewatch we've been picking directors as if it's like a, a television show and like busting through their movies yeah just because sometimes it's nice to not think about like picking a movie just get to like the next one in their list that you want to watch and man it's just good every single one like i felt it's so nice because she she had seen thor ragnarok and what we do in the shadows which i would say is probably like what most pop people have seen i would assume that's what the only ones that most people have seen but then boom eagle versus shark banger boom hunt for the wilder people banger Boom, one of my favorite movies of all time, Boy. Boy is fucking, a banger, I think Boy is like in my top ten of all time. That's a good pick, man. Yeah. I support just, that. I think I'd like Hunt for the Wilder People more. I think Hunt for the Wilder I think Wilder Boy people, is funnier. I'm I'm a little flip mine. There's like parts that I think really? way I I mean like I think the Ricky Baker scene where he's dancing to his own birthday song is like one of my favorite things in any Taika Watiti movie. Yeah. But uh I think Boy Boys or I think Boys just has like a more poignant story to be yeah absolutely yeah little... i just like the adventure of, of hunt for the will hunt, hunt for the will people does have some like really fun adventure yeah. shit in it so uh taika watiti probably my retrospective director of the year hey man right on and honestly we also did thor ragnarok and man oh man still so funny he pluses that movie up so much really amps up so I, I was listening to a podcast about thor ragnarok today uh-huh and he just had such a funny quote of like kind of praising the first two movies but then going like i was not gonna make a sequel to those at all <laughs> like this is <laughs> this is a completely different movie i'm really glad that they did the work to introduce all the characters that's awesome <laughs> good good for them but i will absolutely not be keeping tonally up with those movies no and it, it works so much better yeah dude, and also though like from from watching all of his really quiet tiny movies like and we even i think the last movie we watched was Eagle versus Shark his first one before mm-hmm. going to Thor Ragnarok since we'd both seen it a few times like to watch that one <laughs> which like the most complex scene is like a few people around this like fighting game yeah to <laughs> this one where there's like like he introduces like lightning to Thor like way more hardcore than anyone's ever done and mm-hmm. like he's doing like these spin flips and shit like that. <laughs> There's like a scene where they're on the oh my god, the rain what's the rainbow bridge called? What's the fancy um, name for that? Um Bifrost. The Bi- yeah, when he's on the Bifrost and he does that like corkscrew jump through yeah. all the fucking Hello Yeah, tunes. it's a whole different where like like he completely changed the character, which is fucking awesome because there's absolutely no question that the Thor uh, trilogy. Like, if I don't think if anybody else would have directed the third one, like it, it, it still is the worst trilogy. But Thor Ragnarok is probably better than it, comparatively to like any other. It could be considered number one of all the Marvel movies. For some people, it is. I think. For, I think. For I think me, most people, it's top five. Um, but like the first two Thor movies are arguably like two of the worst movies in the entire yeah. canon. Yeah, just boring. and like just taking that character and just fucking amping it up and like, oh man, making it what fun. a guy. Make yeah. it fun, make it fun. Taika Waititi, you're the director of 2020. Did you have any projects come out this year? Sure didn't. Sure didn't. But well, what we do in the shadows? Got something in the works. Hey, what TV show comedy category? What we do in the shadows? As far as what. That show, was show I forgot that I, I forgot that I watched that yeah, this yeah. year and god damn it that show is so funny. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I watched that 2 years ago for some reason. It feels like but a long time ago. Same for me. The show is amazing. Yeah. So fun. Oh, fuck. Party of the year? Last year? Party of the year last year? I think that our Oscar party. Oscar party. <laughs> and that's okay to say cuz there wasn't a pandemic yet. It was coming. Well, there was a pandemic. <laughs> it was happening, just not as much here. Um, no cases yet. 
No, I can confidently say that it was our Oscar party. Oscar party was party 2020. Yeah. If you were at the Oscar party of 2020, go ahead and tweet at one of us. Tweet at one of your us. Your favorite let memory. Us, let us know your favorite memory from our Oscar party 2020. Was it my wonderful girlfriend Amber yelling at Joaquin Phoenix for receiving? For being a rich vegan? <laughs> for being a yeah. rich vegan? Or... That was my favorite moment. Was what? it kind of browning out? Was it when I drank a whole bottle of Jameson and definitely blacked out? Was it having the couches made into a giant horseshoe in the living room and... Watching Ma hung over the next morning. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> that was pretty fun. I think, I think the best part of the Oscar party, which was the best party of the year, 2020, uh, was Parasite winning. Just the joy that everybody felt. Everybody went off. Actually, that was my favorite moment. That's when like the party really fucking yeah. poof, amped up. Like, it was just, like hardcore. That was my, like, that's probably been my, my favorite best picture win in a long time. I've never seen a reaction to it, but and I know it wasn't just like our party. It was like worldwide, like a reaction to a best picture win like that. Because they fucking did it, man. Like yeah. they actually, so often like foreign films will have, just by the number, will beat us sometimes, obviously. Yeah. Maybe not to the taste of the Academy, but the Parasite was just a perfect storm of like a movie that resonates super well with like America's class issues. Just what we also, like South Korea, I think has like a super similar sense of humor that we do so yeah. like all of it just fucking lined up just felt a good. blend oh perfect felt good parasite they finally did it they finally made the right choice that academy <sighs> they never do they never they do fucked up. but they did this one time but they fucked up the year i don't even we've we've gone through this the year before it was fucking <laughs> the the year before was fucking uh green book dude oh my god <laughs> yeah. what a bu- that makes me want to pee what a botched award man fucking botched award but hey you know we all get vaccinated. Maybe, you know, hopefully the Oscar party 2021 is not a Zoom party, but if it has to be, it has to be, it's fine. I just will not participate. You will, you're going to boycott it? If it's a Zoom party? You're going to boycott the Oscars. Zoom I don't want to have, I don't want to be on Zoom while watching the Oscars. That's true. Sounds well, awful. If you want to be part of the Oscar party 2021. I'd rather just like watch it with like two good friends. Well, what we're going to do bubble, is. In my bubs. Dalton and I are going to take two weeks off leading up to the Oscar party. Oh yeah, Oscar party twenty twenty one. We're still host. <laughs> We're still going all out, baby. Yeah. Uh, everybody has to quarantine. Yeah, you can two quarantine. weeks. Get tested right before you come. Show up. Hundred people deep in here. Yep, yep. We're trying We're going to going fucking We're wild. Cramming this place. Oh Guess what? yeah. Lightfoot. You're invited. You're invited, but you have to quarantine for that two weeks, and yeah. then you have to get tested. It's quarantine. You have to get tested. Hey, if you can do it for a wedding, you can do it for the Oscar party. Exactly. Also, people definitely don't do it for weddings. They do not do it for weddings. They just show up to the wedding and they do whatever the fuck they, they want. They just said, I didn't cough this morning. Can I come? <laughs> and people say, sure. Oh, boy. I'm just kidding. We're not going to. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, we're probably not going to have the Oscar party this year. I know. I know. I'm just not ready to let it go yet. We had three. Three good ones. I mean, we did have an awesome one last year. Would have been hard to top, but they were getting better each year. We could have topped it. Oh, we definitely could have topped it. Yeah. This would have been probably a pretty good year for movies, barring what had happened. I think so. There's like, there's some cool stuff coming out. I mean, I'm curious to see. This definitely is going to be just a test of what maybe the award season even wants to recognize. I'm, I'm, it, there's so many movies that didn't even get a major theatrical release. I honestly think that they should just skip it for a year. And probably. then do a double... Next year, you know, skip and do a double. I mean, it's all fake anyway. It's not. They're not. It's real all made awards. up. It's like it's all made up. It's all made up, baby. That's those are the bests. Those are the homework with friends bests. Hey, homework with friends, friends bests. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, guys. Maybe you found a little something you didn't know about before. What are your best tweet at us? So, oh, dude, most of these people didn't know about most of the shit we were talking dude, about. Dude, we are so up on this shit. We are so up on this shit, and these dumb dumbs are so down on you it. You guys are not up on this shit. They're out here watching, like, pff, Princess Diaries or something. Oh, let me watch The Office again. Oh, they're watching The Office again. That's probably what they're the doing. Let me watch The Office again. If they're feeling, like, really quirky, they'll, they'll jump to Scrubs, and it's like... <laughs> Who are Come you on. in the office? Who are am you a I Ryan? In? You think I'm a Ryan? Yeah. I don't think so. What are you? Uh, Oscar? I really have no idea, dude. You know who I am? 
Who? I'm Pam's first boyfriend. You think you're a Roy? Yeah, I'm Roy. I think I, re- I relate to the most to Creed. <laughs> <laughs> you're a long-term Creed? Yeah, eventually I'll be Creed. I think I'm a... I might be Michael Scott. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know, like... To, to, I would, I guess, like, I'm one of the most plain characters. Like, <laughs> Plain, but with wild card. I have no idea. No idea, man. I don't really relate to the many characters in The Office. No. I can, like, pick out people in other shows a lot easier. Parks and Rec, I'm, I'm uh, Aziz's character. I'm definitely Ron. You're Ron. Yeah. And I'm, uh, what's Aziz's character in um, I honestly Why can't would I know this? I can't remember because we're not rewatching it like these nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've only seen Parks and Rec four times. Um, damn, yeah, I can't remember his character's name. Tom, 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 Haverford. Tom Haverford. Yeah, I'm um, a Tom. I'm a Ron. Uh, I'm a Tom. What are you doing horoscopes? Like your one, your main sign, and your whatever something rising. Yeah, there's I'm, a couple different things. I'm, I'm Tom Leslie Rising. Tom Leslie? Yeah. I would say that... You might be Rondana. Maybe. I also, like, I think to strangers am, can be a bit, like, Chris Traeger-y. Mm. Um, I've been told recently that I blast people with questions a lot when I first meet them, I think. Someone told you that? Yeah. You blast people with questions? Yeah, especially when I'm like trying to get to know somebody, like a new person at work or something. That's true. We're really, chatty. Yeah, I lay the questions on thick. I did not stop talking at work, today. and I get like really like I like probe them. I like probe into the questions too. I think, mm. but there's nothing else that like what else do you have to do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm definitely I mean, all that gets us in trouble <laughs> at work when they start to get off track. I th- I think I'm pretty heavily Ron. Yeah, and. Uh, Oh no! I think I'd be, I'd be. I'm probably a pretty. Like, I think I'm a Ron Andy combo. You sure, you're not a Ron Mark. Ooh, I might be like Mark too. I don't know. I think he might be a Mark. I might just be Mark, but he was in it so little that it's hard to. Also, seems like he. Well, you might do. You might dip after a couple seasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, Scrubs. I think I'm a Turk Cox. Turk Cox. I'm a. I'm a JD Turk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cabbage. Um. <laughs> What other shows are there? How I Met Your Mother. I think I'm Barney. I'm Ted for sure. I'm a Barney. I think I'm Barney Robin combo. I'm a Ted Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Friends. Friends. Chandler. Oh, I'm Chandler Joey combo. I'm a Chandler uh, Ross combo. Yeah. You might be a you might you might Phoebe. be a Chandler Phoebe. I'm a Chandler combo. Phoebe. <laughs> I don't get anything like Ross, dude. I'm I'm not like Ross. I'm a, the older I get, the more I'm Phoebes. <laughs> the older you get, the more you're just Phoebe. I'm definitely Phoebe, man. Um, shit, man. What else? What other sitcoms are there? Yeah, are you guys in on this? New Girl, um, Coach Nick, heavily Coach hints of Nick. Yes, I. Might be a Nick Winston. Maybe a Winston Nick. Yeah. I don't got much Schmidt in me. You have a... Yeah, not really. I got, though. like, a little. I got a lot of Nick. I think you're, you're bad... Like, the 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 lesser sides of your personality can be Schmitty. I can be a little Schmitty. <laughs> but, like, the good parts of you are Nick Winston. Nick Winston. Yeah. Take those bad parts, baby. Kind of um... Oh, what else? This is the, okay. So it's been about an hour. I'm sure you guys have had enough. <laughs> this we're just talking in the void. <laughs> oh shit! Well, I guess that's our recap of 2020. Yeah. Well, and also there's just you know a ton of I hope it you know there's a ton of stuff that's been going on this year. A lot of stuff's happening this year. We don't want we didn't want to talk about that. We just wanted to hang out for a little bit. But uh. But, uh, That's yeah. life. Hope you guys had fun with this. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome. We'll put these out. Remember that every like single one of these is a favor. And <laughs> <laughs> demanding any more. And you need to just text back, thank you. Just to shoot us a thank you text when you get it. Um, once again, you're welcome. <laughs> we won't text back, you're welcome. I will not text you back. 
But uh, but yeah, we gotta bounce now. Yeah, we gotta be gone. We gotta get the fuck out of here. So uh, as always, do your homework and tweet at us and kiss yes and miss you. Miss you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>